0: everybody what's up welcome back to another episode of everything kratom the podcast about anything and everything kratom great to have you with us on this tuesday morning hoping all is going well with you as always today i wanted to share with you a realization that i had the other day while doing something very nerdy as you all know and as i admit many many times on this show I'm a nerd. (laughs) I love doing a lot of different things that, you know, basically result in me learning a lot in a short amount of time. And I love the nitty gritty and getting into the details. Sometimes it pays off. Sometimes it doesn't. But this time I think it did. Let's jump in. So basically, I was listening to the oral arguments being presented in a Supreme Court case the other day. Um, It wasn't live. This had already happened a few months ago. But I don't know. I really like listening to Supreme Court cases and listening to the oral arguments and listening to the judges ask questions and getting into the nitty-gritty of it all. Anyway, enough about me. So I'm listening to this case. It's the National Pork Producers Council versus Ross. And I'm not a lawyer, but essentially the way that I understand it is the case boils down to this. It's whether or not California's regulatory requirements for the sale of pork products within its state is unconstitutional. Now, this I'm going to make the connection to Kratom in a second, but let me just let you know the arguments here first, because this is important, everyone. I think that this is one of those like hidden things that people aren't going to really necessarily be thinking about until it happens. So I might have found a little thing here, but I don't know. You tell me. So California wants to put in place this regulatory framework so that businesses selling pork to the state, when the pigs are alive, they have to have a certain amount of room and and the pork industry, the National Pork Producers Council, they are saying that this that these regulations violate the Dormant Commerce Clause of the United States Constitution. And the Dormant Commerce Clause is, it's a legal doctrine that says if you're a state and you're, intera- you're, you're putting in place a law that interferes with interstate commerce or discriminates against interstate commerce that is not constitutional and that if Congress has not acted to regulate an area of the commerce then states cannot interfere in that area either starting to see what I'm what I'm picking up on here myself (laughs) currently the Kratom market is completely unregulated federally Congress has not acted to regulate this area of commerce now is it still an area of commerce if you know, if it's not recognized as a supplement by the FDA, I think it probably still would be considered an area of commerce. I mean, it's being, Kratom's being sold online and it's being sold in stores. Um, So I don't really know if it matters how it's, you know, categorized. Um, I think that this falls under that category. And since Congress hasn't acted on it, part of, you know, the main argument, it's not part of it, this Supreme Court case, I think, is going to dictate without meaning to, what the future regulation of Kratom looks like in this country. Isn't that crazy? I'll, I'll add some things here, but that's the first thing. That's the main point I wanted to make right off the bat. Okay, so then the, the Port Council is also saying um, that the Supreme Court, they decided another case in 1990 called Adams Fruit Company versus Barrett. And the decision was showing that you know regulations have to pass a strict scrutiny test. If they're going to be considered okay. Um, additionally, there, you know, the Port Council is also arguing that regulations go against something called the Pike claim, which means that states that are putting into place a regulatory action um, can have that, you know, that action can be reviewed if it's clearly excessive in relation to the putative local benefits. So, in this case, California. Um, the, some of the benefits that they're arguing is that it's helpful uh, to have pigs have you know plenty of room and space being raised before they're killed and turned into pork because of public health and safety, and it keeps consumers safe. And you know there there's the moral aspect as well, but they're not trying to bring that into it as much because that doesn't really hold as much standing here as the um, just the tangible immediate benefits. Doing this. Um, So the defense are arguing that the regulation does meet that substantial test and protecting consumers from public health and safety risks, and that that should outweigh any burdens that it might place on businesses beyond state borders. Um, And to support this, they're relying on a Supreme Court ruling, Maine versus Taylor, 1986, which stated that states may impose certain regulations on activities taking place in interstate commerce. So, essentially, all of this boils down, in my mind, to Kratom, in a funny way, too. Because Kratom is this emerging market. It's not regulated by Congress. There's no laws about it. Um, I don't see any, you know, laws coming out anytime soon, other than the one that was introduced recently, but I don't know what's going to happen with that, Um, regardless It's an interesting time for the creative market to be, you know, emerging, don't you think? Like, I mean, I know it's always been here, but now it's really taking form and shape. You have local bans and, and, um, which by the way, that's not part of the argument. That's important to note too. If you listen to the oral argument, I'll link all this in the description, um, the, the people who are saying the pork council argument, they are not saying that a state doesn't have the right to ban something like California could ban pork and that would be okay. What they're arguing is that they're not, they're not banning pork. They're putting in place a regulation that is excessive, and there's the, the ben- supposed benefits for California are reputable, and it's an undue financial burden on the pork industry, which sells like 99% of their products to California. And so all of this, I think, relates to Kratom in a funny way. On the one hand, based on how the judges decide this case, which I think we'll find out in the next couple months, I'm not sure. Um, kratom industry, like the, the the vendors, could be empowered by a decision in this case. They could gain some leverage by by being shown this. They could um, argue that a kratom consumer protection act in one state, where you know, which happens to have the most kratom consumers, and so most of the kratom gets shipped there. I don't know what state that is, but um, they could argue this is an undue financial burden and the benefit is not good enough for the consumers who, you know, would be benefiting from this supposed Kratom Consumer Protection Act because really all it's doing is making it harder for us to sell Kratom and Kratom is safe. Like, that could be an argument. I'm not saying this is what everyone thinks. I'm just saying, like, the law doesn't care what you think. All you need is one person to challenge it and if there's not a good clear line, it's going to start moving up the chain in the justice system. And eventually you find yourself at the Supreme Court and, you know, you're deciding on a case that seemingly has nothing to do with Kratom. But in reality, I think this has everything to do with it. So that's like one way of looking at it. Another way of looking at it is saying, um, you know, if the Supreme Court decides that you can regulate a, an industry from out from you know your own state, without you know formally doing doing so, um, but you're just making regulation in your own state, which happens to affect the industry greatly. If they say that that is okay, that might be a boost for kratom consumer protection acts. Regardless, the ban, the idea of banning something, banning kratom, is being reinforced in this case. I think because they're they've made a point many times in the in the oral arguments that banning a product, the argument of the Pork Council is that they would be okay constitutionally uh, or constitutional-wise if pork was being banned in California. Even though that is the the entire industry more or less, Um, they would be okay with that constitutionally. Uh, It's the regulation that's the issue. So, this could be a reinforcement for, well, we should either ban it or legalize it, but this regulation stuff is just too nitty gritty. And that would be a shame, I think, to not be able to talk about the nitty gritty. But regardless, I think that this is an important case. So we should pay attention to this. I, I don't know. I mean, like I might miss, I might not understand this case as well as I should. And well, I know that, but I might not understand this to the degree that maybe I'm missing something or maybe this isn't as relatable or Maybe it's even more so and I'm missing more than I think, but I I just was listening to the case the other day and realized, holy smokes, Kratom is going to be affected by this, as with everything, interstate commerce-wise. So anyway, I'll be interested to hear what you all think, (laughs) but let me know. This was like a fun little nerdy deep dive. I hope that you all enjoyed it. All right, everyone. We will be back tomorrow and hope you're all doing well. Take care. Talk to you then. Bye-bye.